Welcome back to New World Next Week. I'm James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. I'm James Evan Pilato of MediaMonarchy.com. Big Brother has your prescription for digital pills. We've got that story, plus creepy Joe Biden wants to touch your heart. But first, EU signs defense pact in decades-long quest. This from Reuters. France and Germany edge toward achieving a 70-year-old ambition to integrate European defenses just this past Monday, signing a pact with 21 other EU governments to fund, develop, and deploy armed forces after Britain's decision to quit the bloc. First proposed back in the 1950s and long resisted by Britain, European defense planning, operations, and weapons development now stands its best chance in years as London steps aside and the United States pushes Europe to pay more for its security. Foreign and defense ministers gathered at a signing ceremony in Brussels, of course, to represent 23 EU governments joining the pact, paving the way for EU leaders to sign it in December. Those governments will, for the first time, legally bind themselves into joint projects as well as pledging to increase defense spending and contribute to rapid deployments. James, this seems like a vaguely important news story. Why isn't this on the front page of my newspapers? Yeah, I wonder. That's a good question. Well, I mean, firstly, it isn't a done deal yet. And even if it is a done deal, it's still a question to what extent it will be done. Because uh, people might know there's been a European Defense Agency for 13 years on paper, but it doesn't actually do very much at this point. So there is, uh, thankfully, a lot of skepticism, even amongst the Euro, the rah-rah EU crowd, about whether this will really take off, whether this will really happen, or whether it's just... A lot of uh, political gum flapping. Um, so thankfully, even if this is signed and and done and dusted, uh, next month is it that they're looking to sign this? Even if that does take place, it's still a question of when and how this actually comes together. So that's the good part of this, is that the EU being this bureaucratic monstrosity, maybe it will just remain a kind of paper institution. But, of course, we are staring in the face the culmination of something that uh, that we've been talking about for a very long time. We've we've talked specifically about this. We did uh, a EU Army back in uh, 2016, September, the September, one of the September editions of New World Next Week. And at that time, we were talking about things like the uh, um, the EU super state. You might remember there were some documents released uh, back last June um, that was talking about various measures that they were going to take to try to consolidate EU power, including a common European asylum and migration policy using Frontex as this basically uh, unified border um, uh, regime that they're going to put in place, and then the completed economic and monetary union, and oh yeah, by the way, a European security compact. So this has been on the books for a while. We know this is where it's going. I've been talking about the creation of this EU superstate, and this is the culmination of the strategy that, again, I've been talking about for years and years now, the EU is going to fail forward in every possible way. There's a Eurozone monetary crisis. Oh, we need more you know, more power to the ECB. Oh, there's a migrant crisis. Oh, we need this unified border policing uh, agency. Oh, well, we're having uh, Brexit and all this uh, people pulling away. Oh, we'll create a common army to be the, the, the glue that we, you know, puts, puts this all together. And uh, it's even pointed out by the proponents of this project. There's an op-ed, basically, rah-rah EU in uh, Deutsche Welt, uh, a, a small step toward a European army that's all in favor of this idea, but is pointing out some of the ironies inherent in the idea of this army bringing European peace, right? Um, it says the EU wants to prove that better cooperation can be effective. Coordination on taxes and migration is shaky. Defense projects, of all things, are now meant to prove that European uh, citizens should hold dear the European peace project. 
EU Commission Chief Jean-Claude Juncker, Juncker, France and Germany are pleased that the Defense Union offers them a new project that for once they can almost all agree on. Ironically, that is only uh, the case because the country that has been putting the, on the brakes, Britain, is leaving of its own accord. So there is a lot of inherent contradictions in this. But the point is, every crisis is a crisis-tunity for the EU. They're going to fail forward. They're going to use absolutely anything and everything to, as an excuse to consolidate more power and control. This is the logic of the system, and this is what they're steering it into. So once again, we get to this point where... Oh no, there's everything's in chaos. We need more power. We need more power. We need more power. That is the only inherent logic of the political system. And the more people keep participating in their phony rigged system, the more it's going to fail forward into exactly this uh, this type of mentality. And the powers that shouldn't be have long kind of pushed war as social unifiers, kind of that you know, it brings the tribes all together. When you said EU superstate, that was the phrase that pays. That's what rang the bell for me that we had discussed this before. So we will include that in the show notes, just like we include everything that we say and mention in these shows down in the show notes. So you can continue the research for yourself and bonus points, James, there for a Simpsons joke. And as we move to our second story this week, I know I recently saw a video making the claim that one of the worst episodes of The Simpsons contains Lady Gaga. So also not a done deal like the first story. Our second story, Joe Biden and Lady Gaga reteam to establish sexual assault trauma centers. This via the independent Lady Gaga and Joe Biden have teamed up once more, this time to unveil an initiative to create trauma centers for victims of physical and emotional abuse. Their plan was announced at Glamour Magazine's Women of the Year Summit in New York City this past Monday as the former vice president answered, of course, probably a staged audience question concerning the issue of rape on college campuses. It's an issue Biden has worked closely with the musician as part of its It's On Us campaign, which launched under the Obama administration as a nonprofit organization aiming to educate young people about sexual assault on campuses. The pair first collaborated when Joe Biden introduced her performance of Till It Happens to You at the 2016 Academy Awards, inspired by Gaga's personal experience and co-written with Diane Warren for the campus rape documentary called The Hunting Ground. Because, of course, all gritty tell-all documentaries, totally without an agenda, always have theme songs written by hired guns that get paid millions to write hits for Aerosmith, Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, almost literally thousands of other people. And James, the nice punchline to this as I throw it back to you and you can talk about creepy Uncle Joe. Guess who distributes the film The Hunting Ground? You can't make it up. I honestly haven't looked it up, but I'm going to go out there on a limb and guess it's Weinstein. Bam! Very good. <laughs> the Weinstein Company, of course, is the distributor of The Hunting Ground because you can't make this stuff up. Meanwhile, James, a New York Times reporter says all those creepy Joe Biden images on Twitter are just an alt-right fake news meme. So you've, you've been sharing those fake news memes, James, on your Twitter account. What do you think? Yes, don't trust your lion eyes. I mean, yeah, I mean, it looks like creepy Uncle Joe is grabbing on all these little girls at all these photo opportunities. And you can watch the video and you can see him whispering in their ears and uncomfortably nuzzling them and all of this disgusting, creepy imagery. But don't, if you believe that, then you're a Russian bot, alt-right, fake news, blah, 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 whatever the next label they're going to slap on people is. So all I can say is, hey, go look at the videos. Go look at the pictures for yourself. If you think that is normal and, and good behavior, 
behavior for this uh, 70-year-old whatever politician with these 12-year-old girls. If you think that's normal, then uh, I'd, I'd ask you to consider what you think is normal. Um, but uh, And I know this is more up the media monarchy alley with Lady Gaga, but um, I believe there's a connection there with Marina Abramovich. Is she buddies? Are they... Speaking of uncomfortable footage, yeah, you can find all kinds of footage of them sort of, you know, symbolically slicing up women and eating them. The normal yeah. things like that. The, the Speaking of trauma, right. Exactly. Speaking of trauma, that's a lot of different ways. And we'll include some of that if you dare look at hashtag creepy Joe Biden on Twitter. It's trending quite a bit lately. And you can also read the uh, read on on the Hunting Ground Wikipedia entry. You can read about the Hunting Ground producers being accused of manipulating the Hunting Ground Wikipedia entry. Meanwhile, though, director Kirby Dick actually has done good work in the past. He was the first person to actually expose all the members of the secretive movie ratings board here in America several years back with a movie called This Film Is Not Yet Rated. And I'll also include, of course, the list of all the other stories, the pictures, all the documentation you need. James also wanted to throw in what happened about just, I guess, everything flies so quickly. It seemed longer ago than just the end of October. That photo of Lady Gaga and the five former living presidents going super viral. The best part about that was your caption contest, which has hundreds of replies. I was looking through them and scrolling through them today. And again, still, I think one of my favorites for that photo is gentlemen prefer bombs. Our third well, final- people there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Our third and final story on this New World Next Week episode 328 for November 16th, 2017, was one of definitely our buzziest stories with many listeners tweeting and emailing it to both of us. I actually talked about it a little bit this morning on the Food World Order edition of my morning show. The first digital pill approved two worries about biomedical Big Brother. Now, this article, seemingly the New York Times was the main place for this story. I kind of noticed all the alternative, all the other repostings, all the sources, they all kind of went back up to the top of the pyramid, if you will, to the New York Times. For the first time, the Food and Drug Administration has approved a digital pill, a medication embedded with a sensor that can tell doctors whether and when patients take their medicine. The approval announced late on Monday marks a significant advance in the growing field of digital devices designed to monitor medicine taking and to address the expensive long-standing problem that millions of patients don't take the drugs as prescribed. Experts, experts estimate that so-called non-adherence or non-compliance to medication costs about $100 billion a year, much of it because patients get sicker and need more treatment, more hospitalization. When patients don't adhere to lifestyle or medications that are prescribed for them, there are really substantive consequences that are bad for the patient and very costly, said Dr. William Schrank, chief medical officer of the Health Plan Division at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. Meanwhile, a little lower in the New York Times article, an instructor in medicine at Harvard Medical School said the digital pill has the potential to improve public health, especially for patients who want to take their medication but forget. But he added, if used improperly, it could foster more mistrust. James, I kind of think that that's probably why lots of people are emailing and tweeting about this article. Might have a little bit to do with mistrust of, I don't know, Big Pharma. Yeah, you think? Um, Yeah, this is a creepy story any way you slice it, I think. And this has clearly caught the imagination of a lot of people, as you see. Um, Let's file this in the category of, I know we have covered this topic in the past on New World Next Week. I know we have done some story sometime in the past about pills that they'll use to track, track you. 
I just can't remember it off the top of my head. So we will dig it up. I will put it in the show notes because I'm 100% certain we talked about this years ago, as always, ahead of the curve here on New World Next Week. Um, but we'll also throw in the link to the actual FDA press release. FDA approves pill with sensor that digitally tracks if patients have ingested their medication. And did you uh, did you note the name of this particular drug? The one they're going to try it out on? Yes. Abilify? Yes. Abilify MySight. My site, M-Y-C-I-T-E, my site. Uh, yes, it sounds so wonderful, doesn't it? Um, and, uh, of course, as always, there's the uh, the, the fine print, uh, fast-talking uh, advertisement side of the uh, FDA press release. Uh, in the cl- clinical trials for Abilify, the most common side effects reported by adults taking Abilify were nausea, vomiting, constipation, headache, dizziness, uncontrollable limb and body movements, akathisia, anxiety, insomnia, and restlessness. Skin irritation at the site of the MySite pl- patch placement may occur in some patients. <laughs> So there's always that. But I mean, beyond that, yes, the creepiness of the now there we're going to be tracking you through your pills and we're going to be making sure you take your medication when we tell you to. And oh, don't worry. I mean, it's all it's all voluntary and, and until it isn't. And oh, it'll all be tracked, you know, in your digital medical records that honest to God, we're keeping very safe. Don't worry. It'll never be hacked. Oh, wait, wait a billion patients just got their, their records hacked. Ah, blah, blah, blah. I mean, this is going to be the creepy Orwellian future. Welcome to it. Here we are, 2017. And I, I mean, in some way or another, I think in the, all the last several episodes of New World Next Week, we've kind of mentioned, and this is what they're going to use to tie in the giant medical, biomedical, world order control grid. All of these bits all kind of falling into place. Well, James, as long as you did mention Abil- Abilify, the article does go on to mention this is kind of a strange pill for it to be used for the trials because they it. I think the pill is used for people with some levels of schizophrenia, people who might, you know, not remember to take things. It almost seems like it's maybe a bridge too far to try this out. Like it almost seems like it's doomed to fail in some ways. And the article even almost seems to kind of hint at that in some ways. This morning, I also talked about on that morning show where I talked about digital pills. I also talked about Alex Azar, the big pharmacy guy. From Eli Lilly that Trump just filled the swamp up a little bit more with. Also talked about organic rooftop farms and a little other bits of good news. Speaking of good news, the latest episode of my own Good News Next Week, the Good News Solutions Oriented spinoff from this very show, published earlier this week. Oregon cans Nestle's bottling plan. That's right, Oregon finally tells Nestle to get the heck out of town. Poland starts down the smoky slope of medical marijuana and new technology lets you test your hair for pesticides, James. And I do file that a little bit under maybe the not unmitigated good news because, of course, what about all the medicals of the DNA, the bite marks, all the things we've talked about on this show, James, and all the things that we'll continue to talk about as independent, non-commercial alternative media. Both of us have a decade plus under our belts behind our respective enterprises. I'm broadcasting live news, music, memes, and more Monday through Friday at MediaMonarchy.com slash listen. And I'll invite you to support my work at MediaMonarchy.com slash support just as well as you, James. Well, you can support me at CorbettReport.com slash support. And uh, yes, just as a deep programming note, we will not be here next week because it is holidays, actually both here in Japan and in the U.S., coincidentally enough. Uh, So we'll be back two weeks from now, and I'm very much looking forward to it. James, thanks for the update. All right, buddy. Take care.